Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. NFL Network analyst Charles Davis. NFL Network provides live coverage of the 2024 NFL Scouting Combine Thursday through Sunday. Coverage starts at 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursday and Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturday and Sunday. Charles, welcome to the show, bud. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. Happy Combine Week for you. I, yeah. When I've gone, I've loved the Combine. I love right? the night part of it. I love getting to know some of the prospects. <laughs> I'm just curious, for, for you, I, what yeah. do you value most out of the Combine? I value the opportunity to take the book learning that I have to do to get ready for it. Right, for example, there's 321 kids in this year's combine. All right, That can be daunting. You know, you almost feel like you're back in school and <laughs> it's midterms or finals. But take the 321 kids that you're spending time on, you know, one cheater on each one of them. You may have a few other stories that come into play. Some of them you've seen play in college. You might know, you know what I'm talking about, right? But now it comes to life because they start to move. Is it actual football? We know that's not true. We'll watch that on tape. But now you see their athleticism. You see their ability to do things. You see whether they're in shape or not. You know, and then you're around nothing but people <laughs> who are talking ball, evaluating the whole deal. You've been to the combine, right? I will bet that at some point while you were at the combine, a regular person walked by, caught your eye, and you thought, boy, he looks like he'd be a good five technique. That's just what the combine does to you, right? And that's part of it, but you're totally immersed in it. That's, that's fun, and it also it lets me know I've got plenty of more work to do. But this is a great, great, for me, starter's pistol to get things going as I do do my draft evaluation, get ready for Detroit. So what are, what are some of the names that you've been uh, intrigued by? What are some of the prospects that you really have, uh, have, have are in, interested to meet, see, whatever, this week, but also that you've been watching recently? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because every one of these positions – has the so-called top people as we head into the combine, right? We know the quarterback food chain. We know it's at the top with Caleb Williams, USC. Do you like Jaden Daniels, LSU second, or do you like Drake May, North Carolina second? That's up to you, right? Are you in love with J.J. McCarthy of Michigan, as maybe some other people are? And will we have a second wave that allows Michael Penix from Washington and Bo Nix to get in there? Then I go, you know something? I saw this kid out of Western Kentucky named Austin Reed. I just liked. I've liked him his entire career. He completes a lot of passes. You know, it reminds me of a little bit. Brady Zappi. I mean, Bailey Zappi coming out of Western Kentucky and before that Houston Baptist, just skilled operators, not to get the football to people. Am I saying that they're going to be starters? No. Am I saying they're going to start at any stage? Perhaps. 
but I'm eager to see how he comes out here and spins it because guess what? The top guys aren't going to play. I mean, they aren't going to throw here at the combine. So now you're next to the next tier and the next tier. This is their chance to kind of get on the stage and announce themselves to other people that maybe we should follow up and see them. You know, Leatu Latu, the great pass rusher from UCLA is here. Okay, Jared Verse, the pass rusher from Florida State's here. But we don't talk about Braden Trice very much from University of Washington. And I thought he had a heck of a season for a team that played for a national championship. Guys like that, I'm really eager to see come out here, do their thing, and maybe get a little bit extra light on them, a little extra heat. Charles, how many potential franchise quarterbacks do you see in this draft? (sighs) Right at the top, those three. Okay. Is McCarthy one to be determined? But I think that there's more of a feeling like yes and there is no. He played a different style than the other three because, yes, he was a quarterback, but those other three, did the offense run through them unequivocally? The answer, we know what that is. For him, their offense was so good at being able to line up and mash people at the line of scrimmage that they spent the second half of the Penn State game not throwing a single pass. But he won a national championship. He's got potential. He can make plays. We haven't asked him to do as, as much as the others in terms of that. That does not mean he's capable. And that's what people are evaluating right now. So right there, that's what, there's, there's your top guys. Do some people believe in Bo Nix? Do some people believe Michael Penix? I think the answer is yes. I'm not as willing to go quite that far yet. But you know how this process works. Call me again in a month. I'm going to have a different answer for you. Charles, what's so interesting about the the quarterback position is the amount of resources teams throw at it, the amount of uh, the amount of attempts to figure out what makes a good quarterback, <laughs> and uh, and it's funny because the the prototypical quarterback in the last decade plus has also changed because yeah. of the evolution of the game. And oh, by the way, the college game has continued to change as well, which changes what players are being asked of. So I'm just curious, from the evaluation side of things, has the challenge of evaluating college quarterbacks changed over the last decade plus as both the prototypical quarterback has changed and the readiness of guys coming out of college has changed? It has. It has. And especially, let me hit the second part, you said the readiness coming out. Because when Brock Purdy hit and played so well for San Francisco – and we all look like dummies because he was the last pick of the entire draft and none, you know, no one took him. And, you know, of course, San Francisco gets credit now. And, well, we knew he was great. If you knew he was great, you would have taken him before the last pick of the draft. Okay, so I'm, not, I'm like, let's just stop that. Let's stop that nonsense right now. Okay, you get credit because you have him now, but please. But anyway, all I'm saying is you asked about, you know, that part of the evaluation. Most of these kids are coming out with like 20 starts now because they're coming out earlier, right? In the old days, everybody had the four-year body of work in. Mark Sanchez came out with like 16 starts coming out of USC, and that's kind of like the start of, oh, boy, we're not going to get the guys that Bill Parcells used to say, I need 25 starts before I truly evaluate a college kid. Those kids aren't very much available. And then all of a sudden, Purdy's got 48. And, you know, we're going to have some COVID quarterbacks. Uh, Bo Nix, 61 college starts. Okay, so that evaluation probably is better for them and have people believe in them a little more than, let's say, last year, Anthony Richardson. What, 13 college starts? Davis Mills went a third round to Houston a few years ago, had injuries, different things, like 11 or 12 college starts. It's harder for those guys. The more experienced, the better. 
but it's harder for us to make that evaluation because prior to COVID, we were getting guys with, with a, a whole lot less starts. Charles Davis on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Looking specifically to the Browns, Charles, do you still think the arrow is pointing up for the Browns in 2024 after a uh, very nice 2023? I do. I absolutely do because the arrow was pointing up in terms of how Kevin Stefanski was running things, Andrew Barry's running things. The I always have used the word irony incorrectly, and it's always a word that pops into my head. But the thing that really gave me pause last year was Deshaun Watson, we know he'd been out for a long time. And I think that we were fooling ourselves to think that he'd be ready to go terrifically right out of the gate. He was hitting his stride and played the best game he played for Cleveland Browns. In what game? At Baltimore, the game that he got hurt and played through. That was, when, that was his warrior day. Best game he'd played in, in, in Cleveland uniform. Little did we know he'd be out for the rest of the year. Now you're getting him back, okay? We know what Flacco did at the end of the year, but the investment's too high. We know that Deshaun Watson's going to be the guy. They've got to figure out what they're going to do at running back. You can't count on Nick Chubb making another miraculous return. Okay, is Jerome Ford going to carry the mail? Are you going to continue to get other people? And then the offensive line had so many injuries at the tackle position. What kind of moves are going to be made there? That's why I think the arrow's pointing up. The defense played so well under Jim Schwartz, especially at home. A lot of those key pieces will be back, continue to fortify those. But I figure if they could do what they did last year with the injuries and the other issues they faced, the quarterbacking that they had, you know, Dorian Thompson-Robinson finally is going to start at quarterback, you know, 40 minutes before kickoff because we all thought Deshaun Watts was going to play. He's not. He wasn't ready to go that time. I just think the arrows definitely continue to point up for Cleveland. Charles, you mentioned uh, Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Barry, the job they've done. Kevin has won his second coach of the year in four years as Browns coach. If I, if I put your feet to the flame and ask you to pick one, whose stock rose more uh, around the NFL this year, Kevin Stefanski or Andrew Barry? I'd say probably Andrew Barry, just because general managers, as a general rule, we don't give them the credit they deserve, but we want to ding them all the time. And you've got to make move after move after move, and your ready list has to be out there. And when you think of the injuries that they had and the ready list that jumped in and gave them decent enough play, look at the tackle position. All right, Remember, they drafted DeWan Jones in the fourth round. A lot of people took him off their board. Remember, he wouldn't even get on the scale at his pro day. A lot of people thought he didn't like football. But, but Cleveland took him and let him know in uncertain, no uncertain terms, this is how it's going to be if you come here. And the kid answered the challenge. And before he got hurt, was doing a nice job filling in for Jack Conklin. The left side, Jedrick Wills. Now you're filling in with, with Hudson. You're, I mean, it's, just, it's a constant revolving door. And then you just turn around and look at the defense. A number of injuries there, but Jim Schwartz had them fashioned and ready to go. When they were healthy, they read their peak. But don't forget, Andrew Berry also brought in Joe Flacco. That's a big, big deal. And that team transformed themselves one more time. Went to the playoffs, and it was a disappointing, you know, game in the playoffs. But, boy, what an exciting run down the stretch, huh? Andrew Berry, to me, stock rose higher. So looking to that defense, you had mentioned how good they were at home. The defense, especially in that playoff game, struggled a little bit. And I I've yep. been racking my brain on this, CD. I really have been trying to figure out how they could be so night and day at points. Yeah, Just number one know. at home. Any working theories on that? I have none. 
and and I'm waiting to get it. I'm waiting to figure it out. I know people feed off the energy of the home crowd and just things like that, but the really good ones feed off their own energy. And I think that's the next step for this Cleveland defense. And believe me, I will never put any words in Jim Schwartz's mouth. He speaks for himself entirely. I just stand by and watch with admiration the job that he did. But I would bet that, you know, if I really asked him, he would say, I'm trying to figure that part out too because we're good enough to play anywhere. Why home versus the road is such a disparity? Now, some of it, I think we could look back and say maybe the offense struggled in certain games and that made it difficult. But at the end of the day, both sides of the ball will not allow one side to say, well, they did it, and that's why the other side went there. You're supposed to take care of your own business, and I think that's what they're looking to figure out. Charles, what area would you like to see the Browns address this offseason, either in free agency, trade, or the draft? I would like to see them get a big runner because in their division, they want to continue to run the football. I think that is just a huge, huge thing. I'm not saying Jerome Ford can't do it, but I would really want to increase my depth as the running back position because, as I said, you just can't count on Nick Chubb pulling off another miracle. Not saying he won't, but if you're just sitting there, wait, well, we'll hold until Nick gets here. I think you're doing a lousy job with that. And then on the other side, continue to help with the pass rushers. Miles Garrett continues to need that help because they didn't get exactly what they wanted to get last year out of Zadarius Smith. Are they, are, are they able to get it? He addressed it himself. Hey, I've got to get more pressure, more sacks. Obo Oklahoma, can they get some more people to continue to help him out? Because if so, with the way Jim Schwartz wants to play, with the front four going to get him, and then you can cover on the back end, then you're in good shape. But you got to give Miles Garrett some help. Because remember, he won, what, five straight games without a sack? Didn't mean he didn't get a lot of pressure. But you can't count on him being the only guy to get home. I'm so glad you mentioned uh, another pass rusher. They, they've had, you know, uh, Jadavian had one great year across from Miles. Olivier Vernon yeah. had one great year. But the Browns have really struggled to put another, and not necessarily Miles player, you're not going to find another yeah. Miles player, but another guy that could consistently get 10 to 12 sacks. I'm just curious, yeah. if, they, and if they added another premier type or just Oof. under premier type edge rusher across from Miles, how would yep. that change this defense? And how would that change Miles? Well, what it would it would change big time. One, one, it changes defense because what Jim Schwartz does so well is he puts you in third and long situations, right? He takes away your ability to win first and second down. So if he can get you to third and seven or more and you add that extra pass rusher, it frees up miles from everything being a double, double team with a chip in the backfield, All right? Now you've got to parallel it out and realize your quarterback can be sat on on the other side. And you know what else that increases? The inside gut pressure because now more people get spread out. So maybe those guys get better one-on-ones inside of Dalvin Tomlinson and people like that. And that gut pressure really kills quarterbacks right in their face. All those things come into play for them. But look, Miles Garrett would love to have a running mate. Okay, when was Joey Bose at his best with the Chargers? Melvin Ingram, remember? Running mate on the other side who was capable of getting double-digit sacks. Joey Bosa was a lock for double-digit sacks during that time. Miles is getting the double-digit sacks. But he might get 25 if you have another guy over there who's really good. That's what you're looking for. Charles, you're the best, man. Always love your combine coverage. Love your NFL thoughts, your college thoughts. Uh, can't wait to see what you got for us this week. And enjoy it. And remember, 1 a.m. cutoff. All right? No. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Nothing good happens in Indianapolis at the Combine after 1 a.m. I will remember that in a big way. And actually, I will hear your 1 a.m. cutoff and raise you to 11.30 p.m. How about that? That's a very smart man. There. That's a veteran of the game. Uh, Charles, great stuff, buddy. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me. You take care. We've gotten to a point where the Browns have piecemealed their, their – and it's really their pass rush around Miles. It's not just the defensive end. But even though they brought back Jadavian for a second year, Jadavian was just – he just didn't have the same impact the second year. Um, Olivier Vernon was really good in 2020, tore his Achilles, and then obviously um, wasn't able to come back from that and wasn't able to continue his career. So this is one of those off-seasons where, you know, the Chiefs aren't going to be tagging Chris Jones. Uh, it looks like they're going to use the tag on LeJarrius Sneed. Um, you start to look at some of the other players that are going to be available that are not going to be tagged, but even more so than that, like uh, the Chargers are going to likely have to make a decision on either Khalil Mack or Joey Bosa. Um, Washington is uh, looking potentially to move on from Jonathan Allen. Like these are the kind of moves that I think this is the year because you don't have a true glaring need. Last year you went in and you had multiple glaring needs. You address them, and to varying degrees of success, but like wide receiver is not as much of an uncertainty as it was last year. It's still not where it needs to be. I think some of that's on the, the quarterback, but you've got an overflow of talent at cornerback and at tackle. You've got uh, the safety spot is so much more solidified now with Juan Thornhill, with uh, the young safeties, and I'm, I'm oh Grant Delpit signing the contract extension. So I think it just makes sense to finally take that swing at a player that can not just be here for next year across from Miles, but maybe be here for the next two, three, maybe four years and giving Miles a chance. Because I agree with everything Charles Davis said. If you can get another guy who is legitimately a 10 to 12 sack player on his own accord before we talk about Miles, I mean, he said 25 sacks. Miles could have that. That's a little high for me, but... Could, could Miles absolutely take another step next year production-wise? 100%. We have the Pulse with Keith coming up in just about 15 minutes here. Uh, we do have Aaron Taylor, CBS Sports college football analyst, coming up at 420. Danny Cunningham joins the show. 
in the five o'clock hour. But while we had uh, Charles Davis there, it was interesting. The uh, the annual NFL Players Association survey of players about organizations across the NFL, the results were released today. And the results were really not kind for the Cleveland Browns. And some of the things that go into this, so so this is weighted. So when we talk about the their overall placement, the Browns were ranked 23rd in the NFL in their survey of players conducted by the NFLPA. And one of the things Kevin Stefanski actually talked about, uh, because they were ranked 30th, they were given a D grade by players for, or sorry, they were 20th. Oh gosh, where am I now? I'm messing this up. They were given, yeah, they were <laughs> given a D grade 30th in the NFL for their weight room. So Kevin Stefanski did make the comment earlier that, uh, that they're going to be working on having a new weight room in Berea. But I, I think this is kind of one of those things. And if you look at it, like the Chiefs were one of the five best organizations in the NFL. Lamar Hunt, or sorry, Clark Hunt, their owner, was given the worst grade out of everybody with an F. So, like, you can have weakness. This is not the end-all, be-all. But I think a couple things that I didn't like. I thought it stood out that Kevin Stefanski was given a B-minus grade, and that, that ranked 28th out of 32. Uh, that's something I think we'll explore later in the show. But I thought it was interesting that ownership was given a B, which was 17th in the NFL. I think when you start to look at all the other things, which is uh, treatment of families was a D minus. Um, that was 26th. Uh, locker room was uh, a D plus. That was 23rd. Training staff, 24th. Weight room, 30th. Uh, head coach, 28th. I think the ownership might be getting a little bit of love here because the ownership does pay. And I think because, and I would guess Jimmy and D they, they are, they are available to their players. But I think once you get into the brass tacks of some of these uh, um, rankings, it does speak to an organization that still has a ways to go. And it's so funny because like, I don't think this is the biggest deal in the world, but I don't like hearing that, players don't feel like their families are treated well by the Cleveland Browns. Um, that's something that I think teams and players do pay attention to around the NFL. I don't like hearing that the weight room, that's something that is is relatively, I would say relatively, but is relatively cost-effective. That is easily controlled. So when it comes to how you deal with your players, I think if you want Cleveland to be the team we all want it to be, which is a team that can stack wins, stack winning seasons, a team that can win two straight seasons in a row. Maybe one day, let's think, let's let's really get wild here. Maybe three straight trip to the playoffs. Maybe three 10-plus win seasons. I know that on the field, it's as simple or or can be as simple as have a franchise quarterback and keep that guy healthy, right? But when it comes to the other part of it, man, I, I don't care to hear this about the Cleveland Browns. I think this is for a, for a team that I think is so good at listening to their fans, sometimes almost to the point of paralysis with listening to their fans. But think about all the things they've done for stadium engagement. Think about how they engage on a social media level. Like think about all the little different things that they try to do to, to honor fans. I, I, I think this is, this is the next step. Not great, Bob. And in fairness, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, um, the Rune family got an F. All right, yeah, you also had Mike Tomlin get an A or an A-plus or something like that. 
So it, I consider it kind of a little deal, but I, I was a little bummed out to see this because Cleveland's tough to get people to come, man. It, sorry, the Cleveland Browns organization has a previously has had a reputation of being a great place to get a paycheck, but not a place you want to spend the rest of your career, which saw guys accept fat money from this team and then basically do everything they could to get cut early, take their guaranteed money, and go somewhere where they could win. I don't think the Browns are there anymore. But if you want to be a place that, you know, like Baltimore, and I I don't have Baltimore's rankings in front of me, Baltimore every year has guys at the twilight of their career come and they they extend their careers. Kevin Zeitler was uh, allegedly at the end of his NFL rope. The guy spent, I think, three or four years in Baltimore. He'll be a free, free agent this year, completely rejuvenated his career. Uh, Calais Campbell, after struggles in Arizona, at the seemingly twilight of his career, went to Baltimore and and had a good couple-year run. Derek Wolf. there's guys every year that choose there because of, one, they've won a lot, and two, they take good care of their players. So, again, I don't think this is the end of the world, but I think this is a good window for the Browns to look at and go, all right, how do we make players feel like we take care of their families better? How do we make players feel like they're truly a part of the Cleveland Browns organization? Because if you want to be a first-class organization and win every year, that doesn't just start on the field. It doesn't just start with a with Deshaun Watson staying healthy. You got to treat your players right. I, I hope the Browns look at this and go, all right, we got to get on the top of the league scoreboard in every one of these categories over the next couple of years. 216-474-0092. So the Browns ranking 23rd in the NFL in the survey of players conducted by the NFL Players Association. You guys see this is a big deal, little deal, or no deal. Perception is reality with NFL players. And listen, the, the the Browns have made some strides. The last two years, they've suffered a little bit for because they've had two bad years where they've uh, graded out poorly in this survey. Like, they've come a long way from the Haslam's buying this organization and immediately um, gutting the alumni relations department. They've come a long way. But in the same way, on the field, the last four years, they've come a long way. I don't know Kevin Stefanski is uh, one of the five best coaches in the NFL, but if you look at – he didn't get fired this year, four years in. He's got a chance to be the guy that's here for the next six or seven years, at least as of right now. That's different than any coach I can talk about in the last 20 years here. Uh, same thing with Andrew Barry. Even if Kevin weren't to work out down the line for whatever reason, I'm just saying hypothetically, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, even if that doesn't happen. Andrew Barry is going to be here for a really long time. As you heard, and I thought I thought that was one of the other big things that I loved hearing from Charles Davis. He had said, you know, Andrew Barry has really improved the, the perception of the Cleveland Browns, and he's done himself a lot of favors around the league with the job that he did last year. That's cool. And the Browns perceptionally, I don't want to say it's night and day, but it's a lot better than it was six or seven years ago when it was, you could probably grade out every one of these things as uh, almost every one of these things as bottom of the NFL. But now it's time to go ahead and close the gap. You want to catch the Steelers? 
Keep Deshaun healthy, and uh, I don't know, treat your players' families better. And figure out, and because here's what it is, figure out why they feel that way. Feels like a good place to start. Um, figure out what's missing in the weight room. It's not just new weights, but like, what else do you need? And I, I'm, by the way, I'm assuming that if they're going to get a new weight room, they, they are doing this, but like, I, I want to see the Browns do better here in the future. Cause that's, you start to win, you maybe win another 11 games next year, win a playoff game and next year, all of a sudden some of these things look different. That's like the final earmarks we should be looking for, for the Browns have finally turned the corner, and they are one of the true top 10 organizations in the NFL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.